It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Football fans, welcome to another Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Week three of the preseason is ahead of us, and it's the most important week of the preseason. What games are we interested to watch? What quarterbacks need to be out there and play in this preseason game? And then, of course, Alex's mystery segment at the end of the show. All of that and more on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. NFL fans, thank you for tuning in to another Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, from the Locked On Titans Podcast, at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter, with my co-host Alex Clancy from Locked On Cardinals, at Clancy's Corner on Twitter. The most important week of the preseason, maybe the only important week of the preseason, is upon us. We're going to dive into all the games we want to watch, all the QBs we think need to play. Before we do, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL Podcast your first listen every day. We're going to be bringing you Monday through Friday free NFL content on all platforms, including the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Make sure that you guys subscribe there. Going to have a great season with a ton of hosts from the Locked On Network combining to give you the best national news you can get in under 30 minutes, Monday through Friday, every single week. Uh, Alex, like we talk about quite a bit, and I know that you are a big proponent of, the preseason matters very, very little But if there was ever a game that does matter a little bit in the preseason, it's that final preseason game when the starters actually do get some runs. So assuming that we are going to see the starters in some of these games, there will be, you know, Josh Allen and Buffalo isn't going to play, but we're going to see a a good majority of starters for at least some amount of time in these games. With that in mind, what are some games or one game that you're looking forward to, to maybe checking out this weekend? I'm going to give you two, and I'm going to steal one of yours. We haven't talked about which one, but we both have two. We don't know what each other's are. The football nerd in me, I want to see Tampa Bay's offensive line. Like, this is like, because there's a shelf life on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, pretty much organization. It's Tom Brady going to play past this year. Can he stay healthy through this year? He's not going to put up the numbers you think that he did last year, but we've been saying that for 20 seasons now. So they're playing at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy. I don't really care. I'd like to see Matt Ryan because I I root for Matt Ryan. I used, My nickname for Matt Ryan, up until the Falcons got really bad after the Super Bowl, was Matty Puddles because ice melts under pressure and his nickname is Matty Ice. So I used to call him Matty Puddles. But I, I'd, like, I'd like the rejuvenation in Indy, even though um, you know Chris Ballard's the best GM in the NFL and Jim Ursay's the best. Are we, are we not going to talk about Chris Ballard today? Uh, okay, so... Um, but no, no, but I want to see the offensive line in Tampa Bay to see what it could look like 
when we're yeah. two and a half weeks away from the NFL with Ryan Jensen out and they, they lost a couple other offensive linemen to extensive injuries. Aaron Stinney. Yep. yep. The, the second one, and I'm, this is the one I'm stealing from you, is Philly at Miami because I know that and I know that you love the Dolphins. Like, or I know that you <laughs> love the idea of the Dolphins this year. Like what right. it's going to look like. I know you want to see your former wide receiver one in Philly, fell miserably. Like I, I know the storylines that you want to see because uh, all joking aside, like if you were to tell me that these two once Alabama quarterbacks were going to be facing off against each other a couple years into their tenure as NFL quarterbacks, you would think that two would be a pro bowler already and Jalen Hurts would be a bad idea as a quarterback. And now Jalen Hurts seems to be quickly uh, shortening the gap between he and Tua. And Tua's got more weapons. Philly's more of a run-heavy offense. But I'm really curious to see what both of these teams are going to look like for the next decade, and it starts really this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I think those are two great options. For me, the number one game that I am wanting to watch is the Vikings at the Broncos, and it's because we're getting something new with both those teams. So, uh, obviously, uh, you got a new coaching staff in Minnesota that's going to kind of fundamentally change the offense, so I'm excited to see what that looks like with all the weapons they have in Minnesota. And then on the Broncos' side, new coach with Nathaniel Hackett, new quarterback with Russell Wilson, new offense, all that. So I think, you know, looking at it, the first half of that game, I'm kind of looking at it as if this was just a regular game, you know, which game would I want to watch? And that game, out of all these games, sticks out to me, Vikings at Broncos. I think it could be incredibly interesting to see what their starters are looking like in that first quarter or that first quarter plus. The second game that I'm interested in, one of these is for quarterback reasons, but the other one is just purely entertainment, and that's the Lions at the Steelers. The Lions... Obviously a riveting team with their performance on hard knocks. I think it's been a great season of hard knocks compared to some seasons that have been complete duds. So I really like what the Lions are bringing. I want to watch their young guys and some of the talent that I know. And I I think the Lions are kind of a frisky team this year with all the weapons that they have on offense and some of the young pieces on defense. I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team or anything like that, but I think they're going to be a a, a competitive team that can win, you know, seven, uh, six, maybe eight games at max, uh, and they're going up against the Steelers, who we're going to talk about in the next segment, we're going to talk about quarterbacks that need to play in this game as the starter. Kenny Pickett is not the starter right now, so he doesn't fall in that category, Right, but Kenny Pickett has looked very good yeah. when he has played, and I think it won't be long before he's the starter. So with the the pop from the Lions side with hard knocks, and then me just wanting to get another look at Kenny Pickett as he continues to have a good preseason, I think those are my two games that I would be interested in. Is there any other game that you like? No, but I'm in for our next segment to see which quarterbacks need to start. So let's just get to it because we get to talk about that. That's an infusion into what games you yes. want to watch with what mm-hmm. quarterbacks need to start and which don't. Absolutely. So we'll carry on the conversation and talk about quarterbacks that need to play in this final preseason game in just a moment before we get into it. Do want to let you guys know that today's show is sponsored by Brightco Insurance. Listen, guys, you've heard horror stories before. You're trying to propose to your girl on a boat. You drop the ring off the side. You take your girl to a baseball game or a nice festival and you propose in a big crowd in a public place and uh, she says no. I mean, it could be as bad as 
people dying from a failed proposal. And all of those videos, if you want to see how those stories went, are available at brightco dot or bright.co forward slash locked on. And boy, those videos are hilarious. But the lesson is you don't want to be that guy. You certainly don't want it splattered all over the internet if you fail. The guys at Brightco Jewelry Insurance will make sure you get a replacement for the full value of that ring, no matter if it's lost, stolen, or you just can't figure out what happened to it. Go to bright.co forward slash locked on. It's the fastest, easiest, and cheapest way to cover your butt with the best jewelry insurance in the business. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. He's Tyler Rowland, Locked On Titans at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. I am Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals at Clancy's Corner. We are ramping up towards the final dress rehearsal. I mean, how much do you love only three preseason games? Like, can we just take a second here? Like, it is good. Dude, it is good. It's just like, come on, let's trim the fat. Let's get right to the New York strip. Let's play three games. Okay, so there's a bunch of fun games going to the final preseason slate. And there are a bunch of quarterbacks who haven't played yet. Uh, in this preseason. And Tyler and I are going to break down just some names of quarterbacks that must play, that should play, that need to play for varying reasons. And you know what? I'm going to go first. Normally, Tyler goes first. I'm going to go first. And the reason why is because I'm going to go home cooking here. Um, I was definitely in the camp that Kyler Murray should not play for the extensive part of the preseason. And then right. I see Patrick Mahomes play a couple, you know, a, a few series. And I see Josh Allen play a few series. I know Josh Allen is a new OC. I know Patrick Mahomes has has some has some new weapons there. The thing is with Kyler Murray, and like it's fun in games calling the plays in the second half, calling plays in the fourth quarter in week two. Like better play Cardinals, caller than Cliff Kingsbury. The Cardinals were absolutely embarrassed in 2021 towards, towards the second half of the season. Okay. So I'm not saying, and I got eviscerated on Twitter because people, Twitter is hysterical. Twitter, people just put connect things that they think is what, because whatever goes through their dumb brain is what they think that I meant. And then they say that as fact. People think that I compared preseason snaps to production in the regular season. And that's not what I meant. What I meant was, right. you got to get as many reps as possible going into the regular season. Mm-hmm. And it's not a direct correlative, but they've got Hollywood Brown. They've got new offensive line pieces. And you know what? Kyler Murray didn't look great down the stretch either last year. And you know what? Cliff Kingsbury didn't call great plays last year down the stretch. And you know what? Maybe take a full game seriously and not have your quarterback calling plays in the second half. When, let me tell you, from a backyard perspective, 
Cliff Kingsbury isn't so great at calling plays when that's the only real job that he has. So Kyler Murray's one, and then I, and, and I'm going to cherry pick another one. I think you're too um, too analytical to say this guy because it's low-hanging fruit, but Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's got a brand-new team, man. Randall Cobb's there. Robert Tunyon's there. But they've got a bunch of young wide receivers. Christian Watson hasn't played this preseason. Romeo Dowd seems to be the bell of the ball. So if you're in a dynasty league, draft Romeo Dowds like I did, because maybe not this year or maybe not early, but down the stretch, this dude's going to be getting meaningful snaps. And then we're going to see like how much is are these running is this running back or really going to run things here with AJ Dillon and, and Aaron Jones. So I think Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray are my two that need to play this week. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with you, and I think. When you have a new cast of characters or maybe you didn't finish the season quite well, it is important to have a strong start to the beginning of the next year to you know, try to get some new momentum going. So I'm with you there. For me, I, I'm looking at Tua, the Dolphins, and Jalen Hurts from the Eagles, oh. a game that obviously I was going to talk about in the first segment, but I'll get the opportunity to talk about it here. Uh, Jalen Hurts, this is his year to prove that he can be the Eagles guy. If not, they have the capital to go find a new guy. So I think it's important for him to come out of the gate swinging and be ready to go, especially with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith being healthy and Dallas Goddard, uh, and they have a good offensive line as well. I mean, Hurts has everything around him to do well, and I think being in the rhythm and being in the groove going into week one will be very important. And then Tua, for similar reasons, this is a big year for Tua to prove that with this much improved, offensive line with this obviously improved cast of weapons, a good defense, a new play caller. All of those people need to get on the same page because this is a make-or-break year for Tua. The Dolphins have committed a lot, and the Dolphins have a lot of controversy that have been following them throughout, yeah. and those things are only going to ratchet up, and those conversations are only going to be intensified if the Dolphins come out and aren't playing winning football early on. So those are two guys in the same game right there that I'm very interested in seeing. And, and the other matchup that I'm looking for is the Browns and the Bears. One, Justin Fields. Can he survive this terrible, terrible roster in Chicago? I, I think that maybe the defense has some talent on it, but it may be the worst roster in the league in Chicago. And I don't really see that they've done a lot to help Justin Fields out. So how's he looking right now going into year two? And then, of course, with no Deshaun Watson for 11 games, can Jacoby Brissett do enough to keep the Browns afloat in the playoff race for Watson to make his return at the end of the season? I think it's important for Jacoby Brissett to get out there and, like I talked about with the previous set, get in a rhythm, get going so that they don't come out flat-footed at the beginning of the season because the Browns have a pretty easy and pretty manageable first six weeks of the season. If Jacoby Brissett is playing his best football, which is still not top-tier football in the NFL as a quarterback, but if he's playing his best football, then I think the Browns can can maybe stay afloat and get some wins and come out 4-2. and two in that stretch, and then they can maybe be 500 when Watson comes back and still in the playoff race. But if Brissett isn't playing his best football, then he's a mid-level backup, and that's not going to be good enough to keep the Browns afloat. So those are four quarterbacks that that I'm kind of walking for. For sure. And and listen, this is mystery segment coming up next. Tyler doesn't know what I'm going to be talking about. And it's interesting because Tyler pointed at two teams that are going in opposite trajectory and 
um, throughout you know the podcast so far. He doesn't know which two I'm talking about. And it begs the question because, listen, there are going to be final cuts. There are going to be maybe a trade or two you know, for picks to maybe uh, fill up a roster, maybe a couple free agents sign. But by all accounts, we know what these teams are going to look like going into week one. We have a pretty clear idea, okay? And we're going to do a way too early because this is one of our favorite things to do mid-season. Which team that didn't win their division last year has the best chance of winning their division this year? There has been so much shakeup. Players traded. Players, you know, stayed with the same roster. Injuries, Mm -hmm. retirement, everything. Which team has the best chance of winning their division who didn't win their division last year? And I'm going to omit one team for low-hanging fruit. Alex Lindsay <laughs> locked on Cardinals. Tyler Rowland locked on Titans. We roll on next. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Final segment here, Locked On NFL Thursday. Thanks for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day as we ramp up towards week one. Oh, man, it's coming. Like, we did it. Mm-hmm. We did it collectively. And it's, it's been it's been a fun offseason. And, uh, you know, the Titans and the Cardinals, two te- the teams that Cardinal – the Cardinal, Tyler and I cover respectfully, respectfully like, respectively. It's been a weird offseason for so many different yes. ways. It's yes. been a very weird offseason. Hopefully weird. Traylon Burks can step up and actually be a wide receiver one. Is he wide receiver three on the depth chart right now? Yeah, but I think all of that is all of that is nonsensical. AJ Brown had one catch for 10 yards in the preseason before his rookie year. AJ Brown got 25 snaps in the first game of the season. The Titans bring people along slowly. And uh I don't think that uh Traylon, Traylon Burks is going to get schemed up opportunities on quick screens and go routes and jet sweeps and things like that. Uh, he's going to be used, and the Titans are going to find ways to get the ball in his hands as a first-round pick. So, no, he's not above Robert Woods and Nick Westbrook-Aquino on the depth chart right now, but he's right behind him. So, I mean, he's going to play enough. Traylon Burks will be fine. Now, is Nick Westbrook-Aquino, like, is he – I've got him in my dynasty roster. I've got him deep. Because he he had flashes last year when everybody else was hurt, so I don't know. Yeah, you'll we'll, use we'll, we'll go we'll go into it right now. You'll use but him I mean, this year. Yeah, he's a big wide receiver. He's a red zone mm-hmm. presence, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? he's a big body guy, six three, six four. Gotta love his story. He's an undrafted free agent out of Indiana who started on practice squad, low level depth chart, and has worked his way up to being a starter. Now he's not good enough to be a starter. In the NFL, if he's your starter, you may have a little bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the Titans bring rookies along slowly. So I would imagine, you know, towards the end of the season, the last third of the season, Traylon Burks will be getting more reps than Nick Westbrook-Akina, hopefully. 
Yeah, well, there you go. So, okay. So, which team has the best chance of winning their division who didn't win their division last season? And the low-hanging fruit, I'm taking the charges out of it. I'm, I'm just doing it. Because, right. like, right. they've had the best offseason of any team. I mean, is that fair to say? Like, you and I went on. It's I think right well, they traded for Cleo Denver. Mack. Denver's had a pretty good offseason, but well, I, I agree with you that the Chargers scale, have, have probably been the best. Yeah, to scale, like from last right. year to this year, they only added one piece. They added a couple defensive pieces. They traded for Russell Wilson. Like, the it's Chargers didn't lose back, any, New coach. Right, but the Chargers didn't lose anybody, and they've added players. Like, what they've done this offseason with Chris Harris Jr., or uh, with J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack on the defensive side of the ball to go with Joey Bosa and Derwin James and Asante Samuel Jr., and they still have all their offensive pieces. I just think it's unfair to say because, like, even though the Chiefs are still probably running roughshod in that division and it's gotten a lot closer because the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, what team has the best chance to win their division, Tyler Rowland, who didn't win their division last season? To me, when you said low-hanging fruit you were going to take off the board, I thought it might be this team. Uh, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. So the Ravens didn't have the most injuries in NFL history last year. That was the Titans. Everybody seems to always forget that. They always went the Ravens had the most injuries all season last year. No, the Titans rostered 91 players. It's the most <laughs> in NFL history. The yeah. Titans were the most injured team in the NFL last year. But the Ravens lost more quality players. That's what that's the correct way to put that. The Ravens lost more starters. Than the Titans lost in there, so their injuries yeah, right. were more punitive. That it's more of a quality over quantity thing if you want to look at, at it like that. But with improved health, also I think Baltimore tried to throw the ball a little bit too much last year, and it's probably had to do with some of those injuries that they experienced on the offensive line and things like that. But I think Baltimore is really going to get back, especially with the addition of Isaiah Likely, uh, Tim Boyle being healthy. I think they're really going to get back to that. Heavy, heavy, tight end offense. They're going to run the ball down people's throats. I think that uh, Baltimore has a great... And I think you love Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have an excellent year. I think he's... I mean, he was... You point this out all the time. He was the MVP uh, probably before he got hurt last year. So in a different uh, way than we're used to from him. Right. He was having to bring the team back and they had a lot of turnovers. I just think the Ravens are going to play more Ravens football this year with heavy tight end personnel, less turnovers, better defense. Have to think that they're going to have some regression to be more healthy. And although I like Cincinnati still, I'm not a believer in Pittsburgh, even though they have a great defense. I don't believe in their offense. Without Deshaun Watson for a full season, I can't say I believe in the Browns. The Browns could be one of the worst teams in the NFL for the through the first 11 weeks mm-hmm. of the year. I think Pittsburgh could still end up being one of the worst teams in the league because I don't trust their quarterback situation right now. Uh, I think that battle will be between Cincinnati and Baltimore. And Cincinnati had some things go their way and had some explosiveness on offense that I think is hard to replicate. And I don't know, I don't know if they're improved enough on the offensive line to make me think that I believe in their ground game uh, being more consistent. So I'm going to say Baltimore has the best chance of winning their division this year after not winning their division last year. Give me the You're going to kick yourself. You're going to kick yourself. It's the Minnesota Vikings, and it's not close. So, like, here's the thing. I get it. I get it. That's a good pick. I almost – I did. I thought about saying the Lions here. And, and not because, like – the Lions 
Rams could be the bell of the NFC North. Like they could be the best team in the NFC North starting like three years from now. They really could be. I mean, Jared Goff, you know, whatever. They're gonna they're gonna bring another quarterback there. They're built for the future. And I love Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell. And I think it, it was I was close to saying the lines, but I didn't want to get booed off this. So I'm saying the Vikings. Because Kevin O'Connell, you know, he's the Sean McVay tree. The Sean McVay tree thing works. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, they've got a couple other running backs that are that are making headway. Justin Jefferson is, by all accounts, by himself as the best receiver in the NFL, at least according to fantasy football standards. Adam Thielen's one of the more undervalued wide receivers in the NFL. Their defense got better. Like, I'm saying... The Minnesota Vikings, because, you know, Green Bay takes a step back. And I think it's time the Vikings finally take over that division. They can make some serious waves in the playoffs. Say what you want about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, would you rather Kirk Cousins or the bottom 10 quarterbacks in the NFL? You're taking Kirk Cousins. Like, he's a top 12 quarterback, whether you want to like it or not, whether he's overpaid or not. The dude balls out, and, yeah, he'll have a 7 for 13 for 98 yards and two interceptions game once in a while. But, um, you know, I'm saying the Vikings winning the NFC North is the best bet to take over. Aaron Rodgers, like, Aaron Rodgers, this is the martyr year for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, poor me. I'm trying. I'm trying to be a leader. I'm a little sissy pants. Like, if he bitch with Devontae Adams, what is he going to do with a bunch of kids? You know, a bunch of young, inexperienced wide receivers. It's just not. It's not. And it, it's going to be a it's going to be a dumpster fire in Green Bay. I'm sure they're still going to win 10 games, but I think Minnesota is going to emerge as the victor of the NFC North. I don't think that's a bad pick at all, man. Like I said earlier, I'm excited to watch Minnesota. I like what they have on offense. O'Connell with the new system. I, I'm very excited to see that. They do have some talent on defense, but I am worried about their offensive line. I am worried about the secondary. Uh, so maybe that will be the ultimate downfall in Minnesota. I don't think they're going to run away with the division by any means, but I am very excited to watch Minnesota Vikings football this year, and I think they they have a, as good of a chance as they've had um, against Aaron Rodgers in recent years to actually win that. I know everybody's Aaron Rodgers, but I'm kind of with you. I don't know how I feel about the Packers with their lack of weapons on offense. They have tumult on the offensive line with Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari. I know that, you know, they've had positive reports lately, but with a, with a deteriorating offensive line, uh, a pretty pedestrian set of pass catching options. I I do agree that Minnesota is, is primed to, to take that division. It's just whether their offensive line and their secondary can hold up, but, uh, Alex, I think that's going to do it for us today. A great episode here. Football's right around the corner, and we really hit some hard-hitting football stuff. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you come back on Friday. Your boy Q and uh, Chris Carter will be here to take you out into the weekend. And uh, last preseason games ahead of us, it feels good to say. But that's going to do it for me, Tyler Rowland, my co-host, Alex Clancy. Thanks for tuning in to another Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. We'll see ya.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.